Hey y'all. So if you don't know by now, today is Christmas. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Whenever you're watching or listening to this, it is the holiday season still. If not, I guess this is a classic throwback. Um, I'm doing a makeshift, which is a bonus episode for the glass mic. Of course, we're not into season three quite yet, but this will be a bonus episode. And also I'm doing a video. So if you see me, I'm looking real peppermint patty-ish. I got my little red and white on, got my Santa Claus hat looking good. Uh, this is my first time recording since I've lost the 30 pounds. Um, of course, with the other recordings that I've done in, pre in preparation for season three, those I look a little smaller, but I'm seeing the difference. So if y'all see me just keep looking at the camera, I'm, I'm looking at me, honestly. <laughs> I hope everyone is having a great holiday season, but this episode and this video is actually in lights of bringing hope, peace, and joy to the people um normally when it comes to this time of the year my seasonal depression kicks in and i know i've been tapped on the shoulder saying hey don't claim depression uh you say you had it don't say you have it now like erase that but even as jolly as i can be of course i i was diagnosed with um depression and ptsd and anxiety uh back in 2015 so I'm going to go ahead and tell y'all the story and that will allow you all to see why I am making this video today. So Christmas 2015, I had my own place. I was single at the time. Um, I had a lot of bad experiences happen for me that year and good. So I go over the good and the bad. Uh, I won a sales trip back in March to Las Vegas. I was working at Comcast at the time. I won a sales trip, went there, enjoyed it. Uh, fast forward to August, I had a, a, a prominent relationship that ended in a way that I wasn't quite happy with. Of course, it wasn't toxic, but that relationship allowed me to know that I had some uh, traumas from childhood that I brought into my adulthood that I didn't acknowledge and address. So at the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, my world is ending. But in actuality, that's when I noticed, hey, I have some mental health problems. Um went through that I lost a couple of friends in the process of that and October came it was my birthday I didn't want to celebrate I actually my birthday was actually the same weekend of my um alma mater's homecoming and I stayed in the house because I didn't want to be around people so then uh Thanksgiving was a blur I don't remember that and because I don't remember that a couple weeks before my grandfather passed away unexpectedly nobody woke up saying hey my grandpa's sick, need to be concerned. He was happy and healthy last time I talked to him. Next thing you know, I got a phone call. Hey, we need to go to Brickhaven. He's cold blueing. He surpassed. Um, so I didn't take that pretty well. So all of that stuff mixed up. You know, I had the good stuff, of course. And, of course, I had other great things as well. I was making good in sales. So, of course, my account wasn't hurting. I had a lot of money um, for 23. I think I was 23 or 24 at the time. I had a lot of money for that age. I was great. Credit was great. I was an independent woman pretty much, but I was so unhappy inside. And I remember um, I had a dog at the time named Marley. And if y'all know Marley, y'all some real throwback people for real, for real. That was my first adult uh, fur baby um, that I had. And she was there with me. And she sensed that something was awful about me on Christmas day in 2015 that I didn't notice. 
I would surf on social media, on Instagram in particular, and I was just scrolling and seeing everybody happy with their families, with their loved ones, with their significant others. And I was genuinely happy for them, but I could not be happy for myself. I didn't see the joy in the day. I did remember the reason for the season. I was prayerful back then, uh, not to the point where I am now in my journey, but I was really depressed and I I was in a very low state. If you know me from social media or even if you know me in person, you know I'm a very chipper person. I try to find the joy in things. I make you laugh. I'm energetic. And I was able to give that to everybody else. But when it came to me, I could not make myself happy. I was sad. I was disgusted. I can call out five things that I didn't like about Chantal in a heartbeat. That's how upset I was with myself. And I got to a point where it was a voice in my head and it would say negative things to me and I believed it. Um, I beat myself up about why I couldn't keep the relationship, why my friends didn't like me, um, just about why I didn't go to homecoming. Uh, you know, I have this amount of money and I could buy anything I wanted to at that time. I just realized like that's, that wasn't my thing. It wasn't about the gifts. It wasn't about um being festive and the fun stuff like the onesies and the sweaters but it, i was looking for companionship and not necessarily just a relationship but just the fact that i wanted to feel loved and i felt like i couldn't get that at the time my grandmother was alive she lived in Brookhaven. she didn't come back to jackson when my grandfather passed so i could only imagine how that first christmas was for her as a widow but i couldn't I couldn't give anything that day. I could have easily drove down to Brookhaven. That's a 45-minute drive from where I stayed at the time in Jackson, Mississippi. But I couldn't get myself up to do that. I couldn't get out of bed. I I don't know if y'all know. Um, it's like a big picture of sangria wine. They sell it at Walmart. It's like maybe $10 at Walmart. I would drink those in at least a day. <laughs> I'm not kidding, y'all. I still wanted to this day, how did I ever drink that much wine? How? Um, so I thought I was okay. I tried to drown myself at work. Like I said, I did really, really great at work. So overtime was off the rip. Of course, Christmas Day was closed, but I just signed up for 12-hour shifts to be able to work and do my thing. I worked in retention. So even with that job, my job was trying to make upset people happy. How can I let you see the brighter part of your services? How can I keep you? How can I retain you? Talking you into making sure you're doing the right thing. Of course, I found out now that's my gift, hence the podcast. Um, so I was doing that with them, but I could not do that with myself. So December 28th, that was three days after Christmas, right? December 28th, I don't know what happened that day. Nobody triggered me. Nobody did anything wrong, but I was still in my feelings, and I came home from work. At the time, I was team vodka. You can't give me vodka now. Um, but I was team vodka, and... I had a bottle of vodka. It was Amsterdam. <laughs> they're not going to sponsor this because they're going to be like, uh-uh, we can't sponsor her. She's talking like this about us. But it wasn't them in particular with the brand, but it was just my drink of choice at the time. Um, I had a like half a bottle of Amsterdam. It was one of the big bottles. I had a half of it. And at that time, when I would talk down on myself, I would laugh. And anybody that sees me laughing and talking like that, they're probably like, okay, she's joking, but... I was saying very dark, negative things to myself. 
and talking down on myself and telling myself, well, this is why you were alone on Christmas. This is why you don't have family gatherings. This is why you weren't with, you know, your loved ones, why you weren't with a companion, why you weren't with your ex. I was pretty much over him at that point, but I'm the type of person where I love companionship and I really believe that that came from me um, as a child. I was the only child and I love my mom to death. I'm not, this is not a, a bashing episode, but my mom was an RN and she worked holidays. She worked 12 hour shifts. It wasn't overtime. That was just her work. And I didn't have the nurturing and the love that I needed. So the holiday seasons, I grew up as a kid, like, okay, maybe this is the holiday where we have an actual turkey. Maybe this is the holiday where we have a Christmas tree put up. Maybe this is the holiday where I can actually partake in what society shows us what these holidays are, not knowing the true meaning behind them. And because I didn't see those growing up, I still felt bad because I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's just TV. But then I see it now on social media as an adult. Instagram is on the rise. Facebook is on the rise. And I'm seeing everyday people do these things versus just hearing about them. And it got to me. So back to the 28th, the story 28. I was telling myself this stuff and I didn't deserve that. And I would laugh and I would abuse myself. I, I cannot believe I'm telling you this, but I know somebody needs to hear it. I would slap myself in the face. I would punch myself. And it was some derogatory things that people would tell me growing up when I was bullied. And I've had some family members say negative things about me. And it stuck with me at 24 years old. Despite all my accolades, all my titles, all the things I was awarded, things that I surpassed with them on paper. They didn't have degrees. They didn't have diplomas. They didn't make half of what I made at that time. But those people still were attached to me. And I would just beat myself and make myself believe that I wasn't. I wasn't the right person. So I called my mom. And at that time, my mom and I, we weren't that close. Um, but I called her. So that's how I knew something was wrong. I was also on uh, some antidepressant medicine. I didn't really like that medicine. It didn't make me feel any emotion. It made me feel distant. Um, but I was on that medicine and I called her. And I was like, I love you. I need some help. But I was still laughing and I was still talking down on myself. I said, I can't do this. I, I, don't, I don't love myself. I, I don't know why I'm here. A lot of stuff I said was way worse, but I don't remember that. But I remember those things. And I just hung up on her. And I left my apartment at that time. And I don't know how. And I know this is wrong and I'm not condoning it. But I drove um, to a friend at the time. He's no longer with us. I drove to his house, never been to this guy's house at all. Like I said, this is strictly a friend, like no patty cake, none of it, just a friend. And um, it was his parents' house, and I knocked on the door, and I said, hey, can I crash here for a second? Next thing you know, I was blacked out the whole night, and I woke up the next day, and I said, okay, Chantal, you need some help. Like, yeah, I thought the medicine was helping. I didn't feel comfortable talking to a therapist. I've talked to them in the past for some childhood traumas that I um, endured that I will talk about in the future. Um, but I wasn't, I was like, I don't need this. But I was like, yes, I do. And it was a well-known therapist at the time. A lot of people used uh, her and tried to have appointments with her to try to get off work because they just didn't want to be at work. But I was like, look, I need this. I need to go here. So I went to her and I did because I I did go to her because they said that she would help you get off work. So I was like, I definitely need to get off work. I'm not BSing. 
And she asked me one question, and I'm sorry, but I don't remember what the question was. But y'all, I started crying like a baby. I cried. I cried. And she was like, yeah, you, you got to get off work. You, you can't go back to that place. You have to get off work, and you need to cater to Chantal. Um, so I stopped working from December, like, I'm going to say December 29th, December 30th, because it was the next day. December, in December, all the way up to March 2016. So I went to therapy and we talked and the majority of the conversation of why I felt the way I felt was because of things from my childhood. So um, she had me do different exercises. I did breathing exercises. I listened to music and closed my eyes and pictured things. And um, I also did a writing exercise where I wrote a letter to someone that I felt hurt me in my life and I had a letter in my phone so if anything ever happens to my phone because nothing's gonna happen to me I'm good but if anything ever happens to my phone it's confiscated if y'all scroll all the way up those pictures you will see the letter but I wrote a letter to a person that I felt did some very bad damage in my life and I found myself holding grudges and having nightmares about this person and I told them I forgive them and I never, I never showed them this letter. They are alive. They are still in my life. I mean, I can't get them out of my life, honestly. Um, but I never, I never gave it to them. But that writing exercise helped me. And being able to talk and address those issues helped me. Now, granny, around the time I met, ugh, I'm twisting my words. Around the time that I went to therapy, that's when Cortez came into my inbox and he was one of those followers that I call the people now that would observe me and see that I was funny and that uh, I was chipper and, you know, great on Instagram and Snapchat. So showing my depressing side, because I'm very transparent, it had an alert for concern. So he wrote me and he wrote me a scripture. And I, at the time, I was like, okay, I'm going to go on his profile picture, see if he's cute. I'm like, okay, he's cute. I don't see no girl on here. He must be single, da 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 But I'm like, Chantal, what we're doing right now, we're not we're not trying to find a companion right now. We are in therapy so that we can learn to love ourselves first because if I can't love me, I can't love anybody else. So I was like, let me see, what can I say, babe, that's not rude, that's nice. And I said, thanks, love. And, of course, to this day, it's like a little joke where it's like, okay, maybe I curved him. But, honestly, I did not curve. I was trying to protect myself and create a boundary. Um but he uh he went to therapy with me. I told him I want to introduce him to my therapist when we did start talking a couple of months later. Um and now of course with the Christmas times I gained a bonus family. He has a huge family. So of course this year and last year, this is the second Christmas without them because last year we were here in Texas and we, we spent Christmas together. And this year, unfortunately, with coronavirus and just having our own personal things going on, we aren't in Mississippi now either. Of course, you see I'm in the beautiful state of Texas. And that 2015 Christmas set the tone for the rest of the holiday seasons for the rest of my life. Because I felt that in order to have a great holiday and to just have a great life period mentally, I had to have people. I have to have parents that love me. I have to have friends that care about me and support me. I have to have a guy on my side that makes me feel uh, significant. I have to look like I have something going for myself. At that time, that's what I thought a successful holiday was. But now I can be home alone. I can be 
friendless. I can be without family. I can be too Chantal and I still be okay. Of course, I love the holiday season. Of course, I love the family. I love the fellowship. But I have to charge Chantal up. And like I said, this is a freestyle. I don't have an outline going on. But I know that this year is very different. I don't know what everyone's beliefs are. Um, of course, y'all know I'm team Jesus all day. But I respect anybody who doesn't feel that same way. But I think that we can all agree that it's something going on about this particular year. And yes, I do believe in new year, new me, new year's resolutions and stuff. But it's not going to cut off on January 1st at 12 a.m. If anything, it might be turned up a notch or it might mellow or it may go up and down. We don't know. But I will say that. I know this is a, a hard Christmas for a lot of people. I've seen some of the people whose parents have passed away during the holiday season, who passed away to coronavirus, who have lost relationships. Some people have gotten divorced. Some people, some people have lost children, different things. And if I could hug y'all and tell y'all I love y'all, I would. So this is something that I do. Um, if you're by yourself, you can do it by yourself. But close your eyes. Just close your eyes and think of something that you're grateful about. It is December 25th, 2020. We had influential celebrities pass away this year. We had Black Lives Matter. We still have Black Lives Matter. We had people who lost their lives in honor of that movement. We have the coronavirus. We've had loss of jobs. We've had loss of loved ones. We've gained some things. But despite every single thing that happened this year, we are alive today. We are breathing today. No matter our circumstance, no matter our bank account, no matter our title, no matter how we identify, we are alive And just, just hug yourself. Just rub yourself, close your eyes, rub yourself, and tell yourself, I am alive. I survived. All of the problems that I worried about this year, how I was going to get this done. I want to lose weight. I done gained quarantine 15. I did this. I messed up. I did that. And you are still alive to see a new day, a new chance. That is what today is all about. Even if you're not with your family right now, even if you're not with a loved one, whether they are still walking this earth or whether God called them home, you are alive. So if you are down right now, if you felt the way that I felt in 2015, I just want you to know that those tears you are crying, you are watering the seed for greatness in your life. You have goodness coming. The sun always comes after a storm, always. And I want you to find the best in something. So if there is one positive thing that you can do today while you're listening, whether it's still Christmas Day or if it's another day, I want you to do one thing to cater to yourself. One thing. And before you go to bed tonight, ask yourself, what did I do for myself today? If that was something as simple as taking a shower or brushing your hair or 
saying a compliment to somebody, just being nice to them, even if it's on social media, somebody's story, and you say, hey, I like that background, or I like that gift, or just something nice to make somebody else feel good. Even though it's for somebody else, it's still going to make you feel whole. And watch how your energy changes from where you feel alive to where you don't feel drained because you're talking down. And I just want y'all to know every holiday, every birthday, every single event that society makes seem like a big deal from Valentine's Day to Super Bowl to birthdays, all of those events are not going to be perfect. You can erase that now. Some of y'all already saw that for yourselves. A lot of my people, y'all are my age, so I just turned 29, but some of y'all turned 30 this year, and the big hoopla that y'all wanted for your 30th, of course, some people made it work, and some people had to change it up because of the coronavirus. So as you see, every year it's not going to be peaches and cream, lollipops and unicorns. But it will be if you know the greater meaning behind all of it. I love y'all. I think I'm running out of things to say. Um, if you want to go more in depth, I'd be more than happy to talk to y'all. But I just hope that this video, this podcast episode, if you're listening, I hope that it makes you know that you can do all things. You have to stay motivated, stay positive, whatever you need to do. If you need to, if being positive means, uh-oh, look at the, uh, <laughs> look at the light hating on me. The podcast, if y'all listen, my little um, ring light almost fell. Like I said, I'm doing this off the dome. No edits. Can't believe I'm doing this one. But seriously, if being positive means not doing the social norm of talking to your family because your family may be traumatizing to you right now, um, not responding back to text messages, opening your Instagram DMs and leaving it on scene because you're not ready to respond, do that. You will not be casted out because you don't respond to someone, especially if those persons make you feel negative. You are not obligated. So I just want y'all to know I love y'all. I hope you have a great day. If you are one of those people who's your who your love language is top, your top love language is gifts and acts of service, and you're not getting that kind of love today, let me tell you something. I kid you not, by 5 o'clock, whatever time it is, your time, you're going to get a text message, an email, and some type of ad about an after Christmas sale. Help you in your pockets and just go shopping tonight, tomorrow, whenever, and buy you a happy because it will be 30% less than what it was before today. <laughs> so I love y'all. Stay out of trouble. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And if you all don't hear from me again, I hope you have a great holiday season. I hope you have a happy new year. And just know, as always, I love y'all.